talking Bills and Packers. I know I started last week saying exactly this, but I I got to start this week with it again. It's it's week 5. Like we're already heading into week 5. I know. It's I'm wild. stressed. I'm stressed we're, about it. It's like already almost halfway through the season. Already almost halfway through. That's how I think about it. Yeah. And it's been kind of, like kind of a weird season. Like it it hasn't gone the way that I thought it was going to go. The amount of games that have gone into OT then these past five weeks, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm overanalyzing, but I don't recall any amount of games going into, like last season was like, what, a handful of games, not even? And now we're was, even already into four, five games into overtime? I was listening to another pod last week talking about it, and they're right. Parody has hit the NFL. Like never before can I remember a time where like anybody can beat anybody on any given Sunday like the league is right now it's it's crazy yeah it's true i mean and the raiders suck again so they're right back into their rifle spot right got their first win they're still first win yeah 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 there's well well, they what if if, uh what does that say about the denver broncos the denver broncos yeah hey the raiders are coming alive that's my prediction remember i said they're gonna they're gonna win the nfc this year that they're coming alive I was a big fan of the Raiders last season and I ate my words. I think around this time, I think I was very pro Derek Carr and I was like, the just roller coaster started going down. And I'm also just joking. Like I, they're terrible. (laughs) I I know they're not going to do anything. It's just, you got to go with your bet. All right. Hold strong. Do we start with the bills or do we start with the green Bay Packers? Um, I'll leave it to you guys. Both down to the wire games in week four. Um, let's, you know what? Let's go with um, the Green Bay Rock, Packers. Paper, scissors. Let's go with the Green Bay Packers who defeated the New England Patriots 27-24 in overtime. Um, where do you guys want to start with this? Like it's the defense. You can start in the second half when Aaron Rodgers finally woke up and realized yes. he was playing a football game. We can, yes. we can do the same thing he did if we want. That sounds well, familiar. There's the, but there's yeah. the quote coming out uh, that he turned to his team and was like, we cannot lose this game. It's like, yes, because Bailey Zappi is quarterbacking the New England Patriots right and now. Like, does he the not rookie look looked good. He looks better than Mac the Jones rookie? right now. Yeah, he did. He threw. He, he looked, did the, that touchdown throw, he, like, God damn. Like, he he did. He looked really good. But it's like, you come into the game. There's so many things about this game that were frustrating. You come into the game, and Brian Hoyer is starting at quarterback for the Patriots, okay? Oh, and 11 so you know started ahead- Brian Hoyer. So he- yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's like, you know ahead of time, offensively, the New England Patriots are going to uh, run the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you as a defense not prepared for that and are getting gashed by the New England Patriots run game over and over and over and over? It's like, I don't understand that that run game was what allowed Bailey Zappi when he eventually came in the game to be able to complete those touchdown passes because they're worried about stopping the run. And it's like, what? why? Like, Department of Obvious, 
The New England Patriots are going to run the football. Like, I don't understand yeah. what, what the breakdown is. Then, you go to the offensive side of the ball, and you touched on it uh, a few minutes ago, DVD. The entire first half was Aaron Rodgers being a prick and saying, I'm not throwing this ball to Romeo Dubs or Christian Watson or any of these young kids. I'm going to try and force it to Lazard. I'm going to try and force it to Randall Cobb. When we hand it off to Aaron Jones, he's mm-hmm. he's producing, but I'm going to audible out of these run call, run plays because you know that's what he does. You know LaFleur is like radio that radioing that into his helmet, and he just checks out of it, and I'm going to try and force it somewhere because I need to pad my stats. Throws a pick six. It's just... <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, to be honest, like that it's not going to be any different than last week. Like he's going to have to fucking get it together because <sighs> like you can't just completely, like you said, force it to the same guys. I think they really also need to check themselves and see if their wide receivers are like deep enough for a playoff run. And if not, get some at the trade deadline. But I don't know. I like Romeo Dubs. I think he's a good player. I don't know why they don't just give him the ball more. He the mistakes he makes remind me a lot of a young Devonte. Like I remember Devonte his first couple of years in the league and he couldn't hold on to the ball to save his life and how frustrating that was. And that's what Romeo reminds me of. He's got all the tools. He just needs more reps and he needs to get more comfortable and he needs to just. He's yeah. a young kid. Like it's not going to be the Aaron Rodgers, Jordy Nelson click that it was of like, 2010 like let's just get serious here I don't know I don't know what to say about them their defense looked their defense again saved them to a certain degree in and special teams but that was about it special teams is like that's the biggest improvement from last year thus far because the defense has been pretty up and down like the defense was horrible against the Vikings and then they were good against the Bears and uh who'd they play after the Buccaneers yeah and then they were kind of, then they were okay against mm-hmm. I, I just think it's so funny and Brian I'm gonna let you jump in here in a second I just think it's so funny that like after the game Rodgers is like and he said the same thing on Pat McAfee he's like I turned and I looked at the guys and I said we're not losing this game it's like yeah because you didn't want to spend the whole week telling people why you lost to Bailey Zappi <laughs> I just like you saying Bailey Zappi. You say his name with such disdain. It's a great yeah. quarterback name too, Bailey Zappi. Yeah. It's a great yeah. like uh, a like, uh, Maxion sort of quarterback name. Like not like you know full on call it like you know Alabama, but it's just kind of in the Maxion yeah. area. Yeah, but do you really think it was Rogers who's like? pepped up the team and they're like, yeah. no chance. Everyone said Aaron said we won't lose. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think, it's I, like. I I don't think he no. said it in like a in like a pump up way. I think he like said earlier, like you you put it perfectly earlier, DVD. He was like, "Oh shit! Like we got yeah. We can't lose this game. This is going to be embarrassing." C- can you imagine being Bailey Zappy? Okay, you're 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 a seventh round pick. You don't think you're going to see the field all year? You Brian Hoyer gets knocked out on like the second series of the game. You're, you make your NFL debut in Lambeau Field against the two-time defending MVP of the league and arguably one of the greatest of all time. And you take him to OT. And almost and win. OT. Yeah, and almost win. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was ridiculous. Do you think people still respect Rodgers? 
Do you think his like respect is dwindling amongst his teammates? Do you want to ask somebody who doesn't cheer for the Green Bay Packers that question? Yes. I'm asking you, yes. you too. Yeah, Brian, I, like, yeah. I don't know. Your, yeah, your like, perspective yeah. will be interesting here, Brian. I mean, he, yeah, I, have I my just own find thoughts, him like but... quite annoying. Like when you look at yeah. like he's a great football player, but like everything he does in the media, like if Josh Allen was doing that, for example, I, it would be tough. It would be a little tough. Yeah. Like he's so into himself. He's just like uh, he's always perfectly posing forever cameras around when he's walking into the stadium. Like there's a few things that bother me, but it's his attitude, and he's just like me, 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 me. I'm the best. Blah blah blah. But yeah. the, the, I just don't. He's a great recall football him player, always being like that. Like no, he's definitely not well liked anymore. This I is can a, say this that, is and post, I'm wondering if his respect is correlating with that. It's like post dislike. Miles Teller. Ever since he went on that stupid <laughs> vacation, he's just become this asshole. He he, he just plays football on the beach in jeans. Yeah, he's definitely lost his mind a Some little Atawaska bit. in there. Yeah. Some yeah. ayahuasca, yeah. Ayahuasca, he's definitely yeah. lost his mind a little bit in the last three years. And then it really went off the rails with the whole vaccine thing. Yeah. And you can tell he's so defensive about that. Like, I listened to him on, on Joe Rogan when he was on, like, a month or so ago. And it's all he wanted to talk about. And Rogan kept trying to, like, like, they talked about it a lot. But then Joe kept trying to, like, change the conversation to like other things and like, and all, and Rogers just wanted to keep going back to like defending himself against and, and pointing the fingers at other people. And I think for me, he would be, he is a certain guys on the team that he's boys with, right? Like, like Randall Cobb, David Bakhtiari, like Adams, when he was here, uh, Mason Crosby, but it, there's also a lot of teammates who have come and gone who have, not had very nice things to say about him mm-hmm. after the fact because he is the type of guy that like he'll roll his eyes he will publicly on national television show you up and roll his eyes at you and point his finger at you you see the um clip in the game where he tried to catch the patriots offside and he's like snap the fucking ball oh yeah and, that was yeah it. And, he, and then he smacks the center in the back he like smacks him it's like dude that's a 300 pound man yeah. yeah, and it's also just complete disrespect to your teammates. Like, I yeah. understand you're frustrated and you want to win the game, but you don't pull shit like that. You're supposed to be a leader. Like, don't fucking be an asshole like Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. So the consensus on the Green Bay Packers is what we have talked about since we started this season of this podcast, which is this offense is going to be a work in progress, and – I do think there's credence to to what you alluded to earlier, which is like, is this receiving core? I think the Packers are definitely good enough to to be a playoff team. But like when you look at their talent on the offensive side of the ball, like are Mm -hmm. they good enough to be a Super Bowl contender? And right now I don't, I don't think they are. I think they're, they're one to two good offensive, good receiving weapons away from being a Super Bowl contender. It's true. No, I agree. But I will say I'm very excited for next week's game in London. Also, because it's on Thanksgiving weekend oh, God, for Canadians. God. I'm so and rattled I about that. We'll be there with my mimosas at 9 a.m. watching kickoff. You also oh. know that's the first time that two above 500 teams have played in Europe for the NFL. It's the very first time. Yes, it's always I the Jags. That. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 
the stadium because the, they're playing in the exact same stadium. They're playing in like the Tottenham Hotspur yeah. Stadium. Yeah, it looked incredible there on on Sunday with the Vikings and the Saints. It looked incredible. And did you see the turf change? How they? Yep. How it came up in layers. That was so yeah. satisfying to watch. Leave it to, <laughs> to the watch Euros. That on the Euro- Europeans know how to do shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I love about the the London games? Obviously, because they don't nobody has a team over there. It's like everyone just wears their team's favorite jersey to the game. So it's just like a, a smorgasbord of just every NFL jersey through the also, stands. It looks fantastic. Yeah. There's so many Jag fans in the UK because the Jags play there every single year. Like they've been yep. consistently mm-hmm. like since Bortles time in the, in Jacksonville. So like there's a lot of Jags fans over there. Um. Moving on. Let's talk Let's about... Let's shit on Brian's team. Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. Moving on. Let's talk about the Buffalo Bills, who also eked out a win over the uh, Baltimore Ravens with a walk-off field goal. Um, Brian, were you biting your nails yeah. through four quarters watching this football game? Well, actually, in the second quarter, when uh, when they scored the touchdown with like a minute and a half left in the, that quarter, like I kind of felt a shift there. And then after watching them come out in the third quarter, it was it was kind of a different team. And like, thank God for Jordan Poyer. My God, like having that guy back in safety is that's what this team mm-hmm. was missing. But I feel like Ken Dorsey did this on purpose to be like, look, it, we can win a one score game. This isn't this isn't that team you're gonna you know get within seven. You're gonna beat us every time. We're gonna come back from seventeen. We're gonna win a one score game. Now, I don't like how they yeah. had to do it though, because Allen had to run the ball like eleven times, which yeah, I'm not really a huge fan of, to be honest. And like, yeah. so Singletary ran the ball eleven times as well, and he had like fifteen less yards than Josh Allen. That guy's got to get his ass moving. I can't. Like, he's great wide receiver. He he was actually a really good like Edelman type slot receiver in that game. But fuck, can you run the ball, please? Like, yeah, let's not let I, Allen I do this every game. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, DVD. No, I was just going to say, I completely agree. And it ripes him right up for injury. Like, yes, right that's up. what I'm like, saying. That's Dude, the, every time yeah. he gets tackled, I'm like, Whoop. I know. It's it a is a big guy. Yeah. Like, when he slams the ground, I'm like, oh, my. Every time it kills me. And yes. uh, <laughs> I have to, like, walk away and, like, collect myself after I see that. Yeah, but every I, time he gets tackled, I'm like, my heart stops. And we've seen the recent NFL concussion protocol. So we oh, all know yeah. that that's yeah. Talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk get to about that. That, that is shocking. Yeah. But mm. I, I'm just I'm really concerned with Gabe Davis as well. Like you're you're supposed to be the number two receiver on the team. Like you had a great AFC championship game, good preseason, I guess, good first game of the season, but he's he's basically been invisible. He was out for a game, he's been back, he's he hasn't really been a great receiver. Like he had like two catches last game for like thirteen yards which yeah. that's yeah. concerning to me. Yeah, I, I'm... It's just... It, it's still the, the reliance on, on Josh Allen to to move the ball himself. And I don't know, they just need to get... One snap, their offense looks like it's firing on all cylinders and is a well-oiled machine. The next snap, it looks like it's a fire drill for the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. That's is, what I really took away from watching them yeah. on Sunday. I was like, this is this is an inconsistent offense, and when it's clicking, it's really clicking. But it's only clicking through the air. Like They need to have yes. a threat of a run, and people, if you're just going through the air, they're going to defend that every time. Like you, Josh Allen's great, so he'll make it work most, most of the times, but AFC mm-hmm. Championship, it doesn't work like that. So yeah. unless you can establish the run throughout the season, I'm I'm very concerned. 
Any uh, any final thoughts on the Buffalo Bills? Uh, defense is, they... is, is good. Yeah. yeah. Who do they play yeah. this week? They're playing Pittsburgh. So that's – I'm hoping uh, that's Kenny Pickett. Easy... Yeah. Kenny, yeah. That offensive Kenny line is a disaster, you, though. You can right. be confident going going to Pittsburgh. Are they in Pittsburgh or are they at yeah, home? Yeah, and they don't have T.J. Watt. Um, let no. me see. Can I, can, Brian, can, Brian, can I just hit on a Packers-Bills connection? Yeah. I don't think anyone should underrate the loss of Micah Hyde to injury and what he means to the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's that's a massive yes. injury. Now that we have Poyer back, though, I feel slightly better about it. And if Tredavious White can come back into this lineup, that's even better. I'm not I'm not really sure of his timetable because the Bills are kind of they're very wishy washy with information mm-hmm. about Tredavious White. But yeah. if he's back there with Poyer. You can get away not having Hyde, but if it's just yeah. if it's just Poyer back there, you know I feel bad for him. He's going to have two interceptions every game. I um I have a couple Week Four questions I'd like to hit you guys with before we move on and talk about Week Five. Um, let's start obviously with what happened in Thursday Night Football with Tua Tungavailoa. Um, that was in all my years watching sports that was one of the scariest things i've ever seen and one of the most like disturbing things i've ever seen like him falling back and bringing his hands up and his fingers kind of going numb or whatever yeah like that was really really messed up and all this talk now after the fact about like what should have happened what shouldn't have happened and I don't know, like just just quickly, I, I, each of you touch on where where you stand on this, and like what I think we're everyone's in agreement. Like he shouldn't have been out there, and he should have been pulled off the field the week prior against Buffalo when he collapsed to the ground. But um, do you think I'm seeing like like Mike McDaniel, the coach of the Dolphins, taking some taking some shit for this, and he definitely deserves blame. But at the same time, it's like he's he's not a doctor. Like like are, are you guys are you guys with me on that or? or or is it like no? You're you're a human being. He shouldn't be out there. It's tough. I mean, I I, I agree with you. He's not a doctor, and he's going to get the opinion of the medical staff that he has around him, and then he's going to look at Tua and be like, "Are you cool to go out there?" And of course, Tua is going to be like a thousand percent. Let me play football. Yeah. Like he's probably unless he was really messed up, which he was, but knowingly really messed up. I don't think he was going to be the one to be like, "Take me out, please." So. It's just a sad circumstance. It just goes to show you that it's kind of a win at all cost mentality still in the NFL. And no matter how much Goodell projects that they're going to do much better by the players with all their concussion protocols and research, it's like, then you see that. And I agree. Like I did the whole grasp, grab my pearls. What the fuck is happening? Cause it was super messed up to see that it was yeah. pretty. And I feel bad for him. Cause not only is this his livelihood, this is how he gets paid. Like this is his, mental health for a long 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 time mental and physical health yeah brian yeah like i feel the same way as dvd like it's i don't blame mike mcdaniel or yeah because he's he's not a doctor but at the same time like he's he's well versed in football and i'm sure he's seen a few concussions before like when i saw him in the bills game i had no doubt that was a concussion just by the way he acted and they said it was his back this and that but have you ever seen somebody collapse like that from their back? No. Like, it's very tough. Like, I, I've taken first aid training, so I kind of know signs of – Not, I'm not a doctor mm-hmm. as well, but, like, I've been trained enough where you can kind of spot things. 
And I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure everybody on that coaching staff has been trained in the same way. You're not a doctor, but like you, you have to use common sense. And to start him yeah. in, in this game is, I don't feel is the right call. I know. I was like, I kind of was like, oh shit, he's going to be out for three weeks. And yeah, I don't know if three weeks is even long enough to be completely And the honest. way he like, got slammed down on that hit too, yeah. like that was in a, that was like a wrestling move that, that yeah. body slam. Yeah. But he didn't hit his head at first, right? He, he like kind of hit his, like his, his, like his head hit last and he was already sort of out before his head went all the way down, which goes yeah. to show you that like he was already concussed yeah. severely. Yeah. So just the impact of his body hitting the ground was enough to like sort of cause that. And then his head hitting just made it that much worse, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's so it's they've scary. already, they've already ruled him out for uh, this coming uh, week. Mm-hmm. Obviously who, who they play the New York jets this week. So like they've, and they've ruled him out. I, I sure, do, do we think he'll be back at all? I see NFL. I would, I think he will be back. I think he will. I, I said weeks. three weeks yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe two, but yeah. yeah, no, it's it's also sad because it's like you want to grow the game of football at the grassroots level, but this is just showing parents that they don't want to sign their kids up for football. No, they don't no. want them to grow up with this kind of risk of injury and this severity of injury. It's just shitty. And it does suck because like it was nice, like having a team like that in the AFC East because it was mm-hmm. like a it was this super rivalry kind of building, which is kind of a shame. Like regardless of who wins these games, like it's nice to have those battles and you want the best people out there. Yeah. So it's it sucks for for that as well, but more mainly just for Tua. That's that's all we're really concerned about. All right, a few more uh, week four questions for you guys. When was the last time you saw a team score forty five points and still lose? Because that's what the Detroit Lions did on Sunday, and is is that not the most Lions thing? Of all time. Yeah. To do? <laughs> yes. Like, uh, that is so Lions. I mean, to answer your first question, probably never. Yeah. What <laughs> about when the Chiefs and uh, Rams played when Jared Goff That's true. That's true. That's true. I did forget about that one. Yes. Yeah. That no, came to that mind was, as well. But it's just, I, it's just so funny because it's, it's so Lions. It's so Lions. Like, they go out there. They play their hearts out. They're not a very good team. Dan Campbell has them like the, like they're a team that is going to fight you tooth and nail and they're going to earn every loss like they yeah. just they're they're just it's just so man if you're if you're a Detroit Lions fan like I tip my my cap for to you like that is just is there it's tough there there are few franchises in all of professional sports that are as frustrating and as just like dumbfounding as the Detroit Lions. But there's so much just, fun to watch. Like, it's just a party yes. the whole time yeah. you're watching this game. Well, that's what I was going to say. And that team is just kind of like, to me, like, meh, they're a team. They're there. They yeah. they play football in the same division as, yeah. as my team. Like, yeah. Wait, remember that's when I it. said they could lose to literally anybody by three points? Yeah. Like, they, yes. they, they could lose to They've the Chiefs by that. three points, and they just lost to the Seahawks by three points. Yes. In a very high scoring game. I know. Because yes. like, yes. like Jared Goff is like pretty good actually this year. He's been having really good stats. He's scoring a lot of points. It's just the defense yes. is horrible. So, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Um is Dak Prescott's job in jeopardy? Jerry Jones because is making it seem that way. Cooper Rush is a winning machine. I know. I'm gonna go with yes. Yes. Very much wow. so. I wouldn't 
Is he out for this? No, he's not out for the season. No, he's out. No. no, he's back. He's questionable so they, for next they week. Originally, they for next originally, week. yeah, they originally were going to rush him back. But as no, I said, no need to Cooper rush. rush. Cooper, yes, yeah, but, no need to rush. There's only one yeah. rush around here, yeah. and it's Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? They'll They'll probably start him when he's ready, and then if they start to lose, it'll be like, get out of there. They'll like, um, yank him right out. Last week four question. Are the Kansas City Chiefs back or are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just in a bad way right now? As we saw the report today that Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have hired divorce attorneys. Um, so and there's been so many like funny memes and stuff since that game about how Tom Brady destroyed his family just to play the Carolina Panthers two more times. Like like really, really funny memes since that. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's awesome. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah. been even funnier photos as well. Yes. Yes. Oh oh, He's going to be dude. downing a lot of avocado yeah. tequila tonight. That's I know sure. what you're alluding to there, you know Brian. I'm talking about Rob. Dude, that, I'm sorry, man. That's offside. The, I the didn't. Okay, someone has to text this to me. So, no, no. Have you seen the picture of that Antonio Brown posted? of him and Giselle hugging after the, the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl two years ago. And okay. what's the caption, Brian? It's like, what's up, Giselle, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he was like basically Antonio saying, Brown posted yeah, that, or the yeah, internet that. did? No, Antonio, no, Antonio Brown did. And just before that, he posted mm, a picture of himself in a Dubai pool. Exposing himself. Exposing himself to a bunch of women in the pool. Yes. And we don't think he's a sexual predator, and he only yeah, got yeah. at first what, like six games. But, now he's gotten yeah. eleven. To call out your boy Brady like that, who like is the Took only you in. person who would take you in and give you a shot. Yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah. it's sad. Yeah. But to answer your question, wow. Rob, I think it's a bit of both. I think the Chiefs are back, and I just think Tom Brady is going through some shit. So there's he's going, yeah. There's not that that there... tiger that's going to be finding these no name receivers right now. Should he even have come back in the first place? Probably, like, I don't think I, so. I, probably not. I know, I, don't, I know I don't it doesn't matter. It's built milk now, but like, come on, man! You we had were, your goodbye we, parade. Yeah, like, just fucking go, go home to your hot wife and do your multi-million dollar. Well, not anymore. Job. Yeah, not anymore. Not well, anymore. he would have still had a wife if he yes. stayed retired. Yes, <laughs> I, I was on here last week and I was I was praising their defense and saying like you know when their defense is clicking, it's one of the best in the league, and I still believe that. But oh my god, were they bad on Sunday night? And yeah, his, his the offense just moves. What are you Brady threw for like some ridiculous total of yards? He threw for like where is it? I had it in front of me here. He Jeez. threw for like three hundred eighty-five yards. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say like three three hundred some odd yards. So it's like, but their offense like it just moves in slow motion. It's got no like well, let me like mojo so- to it. This is why it moves in slow motion. Uh, Their running backs combined for six total rushes with a total of three yards gained. Yeah, so. Leonard Fournette was minus three yards. Minus three yards. Yeah, and it's like you just, you, you, yeah, and he had Mike Evans back and, like, uh, Chris Godwin can't stay healthy. No. And Cameron Brait left the game for a little bit. And like they, they signed Julio Jones and he can't stay healthy. And it's, yeah, it's. They need Julian Edelman. That's who they need. Like, yeah, like Tom. He, he needs Gronk. Yeah, yeah, he needs Gronk. He really misses Can't do Gronk. anything without Gronk. Yeah. So I don't know. So, but uh, Brian, I think um, 
the NFL never lets us down when it comes to narratives, particularly as we get into the postseason. And I just think we're going to go three for three bills, chiefs in the playoffs and hope that this year that game is in orchard park. Oh, it better be. Yeah. As opposed to Kansas city. We can't have any more bad losses this year though. That's you, you can't lose that home field. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's talk about uh, our picks that uh, we're most interested in for week five. Um, as always, the rule is we know uh, no Packers and Bills because those are obvious choices. Um, so who wants to go first? I'll let you go, go DVD. Ahead, I, I stole it last week, so I'll let you go. I think that was an obvious one. Well, I have two just in case. I I kind of pay attention to the Chargers-Browns this weekend. Ooh, oh, okay. Nice. Nice. I've, I thought that, you know what, the Browns, for some reason, sometimes they're a little bit of the silent heroes, so we'll see what happens with those two. I, I like them. Brian? Got a little money on it, so we'll see. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So I'm going with uh, the Bengals and Ravens. Yeah, I think this is a nice. big, big game for the Ravens because they, they have a loss to the, the Dolphins now, a loss to the Bills. They haven't looked great overall. Lamar Jackson. Divisional game. Divisional game. Divisional Jackson's game. Yeah. having trouble coming back and holding leads. So there's there's a lot of questions there, especially in a contract here. I know his numbers are great, but, I mean, you're only as good as your record. So I think there's some concern in Baltimore right now. I am going to go – you know what? I looked at the this slate before I jumped on with you guys, and, like, there there's not – this week – I never want to um, – I started the show lamenting how, like, it's already week five. But – and you never want to kind of go, eh, because the football season is sh- so short. But there are a lot of games this weekend where it's like the the Lions and the Patriots and the Thursday Texans night is and a the, joke. Yeah, 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 the Colts and the Broncos. Colts, the, the, the Seahawks and the Saints, like the, the alphabetize my the CDs Vikings. on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like no, your CDs, no, eh? no that's, thanks. Yeah, your CD collection. <laughs> yeah, your CD collection. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with the the both the 425 games are interesting. You got the Eagles and the Cardinals. You got mm-hmm. you got the Philadelphia Eagles, who are the only undefeated team left in the league. And you know the Cardinals are always formidable with with Kyler Murray. And but I I, just, I think the Eagles are are going to be five and zero at the end of the weekend. And then you got the Cowboys and the Rams. Like last night on Monday Night Football, man, the the L A Rams are not the they do not look like the Super Bowl champion no. that they were last year. No. They, they also, that's not, Kyle Shanahan though. You know how he dominates Sean McVay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, but, but what, it, what's happened is, is it's put the Rams now in the, in a bit of a desperate pres- position because now they have a divisional loss to the 49ers. You got the Cowboys who are rolling coming into SoFi. So yeah, it's kind of a desperate game for them. So that's, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good, uh, 425 showdown there i also like the monday yeah. nighter vegas and yes chiefs. vegas yeah do you think do you think i think the chiefs are gonna roll i don't know that seems like a trap game for the chiefs you know they sometimes get like too cute with it especially in prime time oh god i could just see some i could see some fuck shit going down and maybe vegas guys, pulling off a win here guys i'm gonna come clean here i'm gonna say like and I know this is rich coming from a guy who cheers for a team that Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of, but I'm, I'm tired of Pat Mahomes and is like, I have the utmost respect 
for him. He's he's amazing. The stuff he does is amazing. I'm not taking any of that away from him, and I'm not downgrading any of the stuff he does, not for a second. But, God, I'm just so tired. Like, can we just go one week without talking about how otherworldly Patrick Mahomes is? Like, I'm so tired of it. I agree. I agree. Brian's yeah. tired of his brother. I his was going to mention that. Yeah. He's <laughs> Brian doesn't want anything to do with the Mahomes family or the, its affiliates. Yeah, his <laughs> stupid his stupid brother's TikToks. Like, no, I'm no thanks. I, I'm pretty annoyed. He also kind of sounds like a like a cartoon character, which Thank drives you. me a Kermit little bit up the wall. Yeah, yes, my brother calls him a Muppet, and I yeah. was like, oh, or like, that's, that's a bit much. Cookie Monster, like Kermit, like sort it, of but... mixture there. It's, I know. It's gross. Yes. He's like the singer he of does... July Talk, if you guys ever heard of that band. <laughs> <laughs> but make it July Talk, but make it Muppets. Yeah, yeah. make no, it Muppets. Yeah. Anyone in the U.S. that's watching this, Brian, has no idea who July Talk is. They're like, Thanksgiving? July <laughs> Talk? Like, yeah. what yeah. the hell are these people talking about? Like, yeah. What's this bizarre yeah, Talking land? smack podcast yeah. here. You know, yeah. the tragically hip, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I think that's it for us this week, guys. We, Like I said, we will soldier on. I'm, I'm so rattled about this 9.30 a.m. start for the Packers because – um, my wife and I are going to a wedding the night before, so oh, that's tough. Like, yeah, that's Bailey's an early, and coffee. Yeah, that's an early morning wake up call, and like you gotta you gotta get the turkey prepped in the morning too, oh. and like do all the yeah, right. So it's just I'm gonna have to be mindful of that as I'm drinking my 17th glass of wine. You should do uh, <laughs> continuing, yeah, or or your 18th glass Sunday yeah. morning as you yes. continue yeah. the party. Yes. Yeah, you should yes. do like a bit of it in bed on the phone, and then just like zombie your way to the couch, and then that's kind of how I do those early morning games. Like, no, I got I got the, the TV. I got the TV in the bedroom. Oh, okay, Brian. so nice. the TV the TV goes on, and you're right. Yeah, lay there, watch maybe the first quarter, first yeah. first half. Yeah, and I guess and then I'm excited. I'm excited. I I got a good setup with my cousins on Sunday. I'll be up north, and we'll have like the big projector in the kitted out man cave garage. Oh, nice! nice. Like, That's oh, that is a, God, green eggs that. gonna be flying. It's gonna be a time. Yeah. God, I love that. I Sounds love. Legit. I love yeah. when you got a good setup like that. That's I it's, live for that stuff. It's gonna be legit. It's a garage door open, crisp northern air. We're gonna. Yeah, oh, I might yeah. be hammered by like ten thirty. Yeah, this point. that's fantastic. I'll be yeah, at my was... uh, my wife's parents' house, so the the games will be on my cell phone, unfortunately. Oh, but you know, well, you got to be. Polite. We've all been there, Brian. We'll make we've it. All work. Been there. Yeah. Well, that's well, uh, Brian. You got to get. You got to be like me and put your foot down because, like, we've got my fam. So some of my family members are going to the same wedding as me on Saturday. So my family's doing Thanksgiving the following weekend because everyone's just off doing things. So we're gonna yeah. do like a delayed one, and so my wife was like do you want to go to like my mom's house like my in-laws and i'm like no because if we do it here i control what's on the television good point that's the way to do even it. my parents yep. house if we do it there i can control that tv that's no problem yeah yes <laughs> strategic yes. thinking at yeah. its finest yes. Yeah. yes but you go to the in-laws and it's, it's like oh no it's, yeah. it's usually a good movie with no no problem there but like i want to watch the football game yeah yeah and then it's always that awkward moment where like like my wife will go and be like do you want to put your football on the TV? And I'm your like, fo- no, 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 don't, I don't. don't no, do you want, I don't want to. Do you want to watch your little football game? Yeah. Do you, yeah. you, do you want to watch your little football game? And it's like, oh, Rob, you got to put, make sure the football's on TV yeah. for Rob. It's like, no, 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 no. 
And then always they're asking questions to you, like, oh, so what does that mean? What's the yellow flag? I'm like, it's so yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. My experience with my family is complete opposite because everybody watches football. So it's See, more like, my family- why is the football game not on TV? Take off this fucking garbage cartoons for all yeah. like the little grandkids and put the football game. Yeah. My family's the same way, TVD. That we would have, yeah. we would have it on all day long. Hundred yeah. percent. So is my family, but like my my new family is not the yes. not the sports type. Well, in laws, you'll convert them. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's in a work laws, in am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Just I know what you're saying, t- Rob. Time and pressure. That's yes. it. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Um, thank you so much for checking us out again this week. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. Also, do not miss all the Leaf content that is still being uploaded to this channel. New name change for that show, by the way. Um, I saw that. Yes, we need to. It's a Leaf show, so let's get the word Leafs in there. Um, kind of the same thing that we did with this show. Um, hmm. So, yeah, hit that like and subscribe button, and we will see you guys next week. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.